0: are you divorcing a narcissist? If you are, then first of all, you need my book, (laughs) divorcing a narcissist. You can't make this shit up. It's going to give you lots of guidelines and tools to help you survive the process because it's not like a normal divorce. One of the most um, asked for talks that I do, um, and I realized I don't, have it here on YouTube but I put it out on other people's podcasts and I'm about to do this same lecture on a summit today so I thought I would bring it into my channel and it is the 15 biggest mistakes that people make when they are divorcing a narcissist so we're going to go through pretty quick I've got an interview in just a few minutes so I thought I'm dressed I'm ready let's put this in where you guys can access it and I can send my clients to it when they ask me as well so the first thing we know we know we know it's always too late when I tell people this but don't call them a narcissist um that just pokes the bear it starts things that are not pretty and it doesn't end well right um the second one is magical thinking this is where we go no I have been married to them for 20 years I think they'll do the right thing I trust them right this is like again with a normal person okay to believe in your ex-partner right things didn't work out but you can move on from here if you have seen the signs and you could check stuff on a checklist that this person has NPD or certainly a lot of traits let go of the magical thinking. It's only going to jam you up because they are counting on your kindness and your magical thinking to believe the lies that they're gonna tell you, right? Um, the next one is is um, number three, believing justice will be served. You know, when we get to court, they'll find out that he he or she's been cheating and stealing and it will all come to a head and the truth will come out there is no just injustice in the family court just so you know um it is their job to dissolve a relationship a contract a a marriage is a legal contract so they're dividing the contract they're splitting assets financial part and the kids boom 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 justice no they could do pretty much anything they want and you're going to chase your tail trying to hunt them down right so let go of that because it's not going to be the justice. They're going to split the divorce, split the money and 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 divvy up the kids' times, right? Um, the next one is when people decide to just give them everything and then they'll go away kindly. They'll be peaceful. Um, life will be easier. The truth is if you give them this, they want that. So even though you've given them a really good offer or you've given them everything like here take the house take the furniture I will start again have a nice day you think that's going to help but with a narcissist they're they're greedy they're going to want more and more and more and it's not really going to go away you're going to have started off with too good of an offer and it's not going to work for you um the next one is fighting battles that don't need to be fought I fought battles that I wish my lawyer had said you know doesn't matter if they call you a thief they don't have any proof of it but I was like no I'm going to tell them I'm not a thief and we fought battles and we fought battles that didn't need to be fought um there are battles that need to be fought you need to fight for your children you need to, if they come out of the gate saying you're a bad parent you need to defend yourself you need to protect yourself but know which battles to fight and which ones to walk away from that's going to make the battle and the whole thing a lot easier um narcissists gaslight people this is another one they gaslight people and they have probably gaslit you for a long time but if we hold on to these gaslighting things through the divorce like you'll never get the children if you divorce me you'll never get one single thing I earned all the money you'll get nothing right those kind of gaslighting statements cripple people in divorce because they believe them talk to your lawyer get validation for the things that they're saying to you because they simply aren't true. So your job is to protect yourself and know what gaslighting is and know that there's no truth behind it because they'll manipulate your kind heart to think that you have that. Um number 7 is falling for the trojan horse. We've all heard about how people go back to their narcissist seven times before they eventually break up, right? Um, the trojan horse is the promise oh stay we'll get counseling oh we can buy that summer house you always told me you wanted we can go to therapy we can do this and and all the promises are inside that trojan horse to make you think that the person that you're divorcing is the person that you thought you married right so it is a tactic and a strategy on their part to um to to try to get you in hook back and like why would they hook me back if if they just want a divorce they hook you back because they haven't gotten their ducks in a row so while you're going oh we're going to go to therapy let me try that for three months while you're doing that they are literally emptying bank accounts hiding assets and doing anything they can including quitting their job and all the other things that go with this fun thing called narcissistic divorce right don't fall for the Trojan horse a promise of therapy is not, I'm calling the the guards off. I'm not canceling the divorce, but let's just see if you really mean it. Let's see. Let's get to that therapist and see if you charm them, or if you, you know, just decide I'm not going to go there. Put your money where your mouth is before you pull that divorce thing. The Trojan horse is a very common tactic. Another thing I see is number eight, which is not planning for the children's futures. And You know, the parenting plan is a big part, remember, money, contract, kids. So those are the three things that the divorce does. And um, if your kid's four years old and they're in preschool, you know, you're like, oh, they're going to go to Montessori school for preschool. Yay, we've got that done. No, you've got 18 years of figuring things out for that. It is it is based on numbers of of a four year old in this case versus a 16 year old that's got a lot different expenses and a lot different needs. So plan for the children and work through every possible scenario until they're 18 or beyond. So plan for that. Number nine is not planning for the gray areas in the divorce decree. This I have an entire chapter on in my book, I don't think I'll be able to pull it out really quickly, but it is planning for the gray areas of the divorce. And the reason is, what I'm talking about with this is a narcissist, a normal divorce decree says, you get them Christmas this year, I get them next year, bing, 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 all the way through the kids are 18, right? To a divorcing and narcissist situation, when does Christmas start? Does it start Christmas morning? Does it start Christmas Eve? And when do they come back? This is called bookending, and you're going to be having every single possible detail. This is the gray area. I have an example in the book of, you know, this happened to be a father story, so don't get mad at me men. Um, The father took the kids on the first Christmas and didn't bring them back for two weeks. Well, the mother was chasing the police going, but but, but it didn't say it in the decree when he was supposed to get them back get those kind of details if they're supposed to spend uh give you money like let's say give you a share of their retirement account or sell the house and give you some of that profit you want to have something in there that is I have it in the next chapter it's called what if they don't clause and this is where what if they don't give you the money what if they don't give you the retirement well it's an order isn't it now contempt you would think but no so that's number 10 is details and consequences for the gray areas if they don't do what they're supposed to do having that gray area is going to protect you from um you know one of the examples I use on, on the uh what if they don't clause is to have this clause added to your decree that says in the event that if either parties don't do what they say they're supposed to do and it says right here then they'll pay the legal fees if I have to take you back to court for contempt so protect yourself that way so many people go back to contempt for divorcing a narcissist that you know do you want to really spend another $20,000 to get them to do what the court ordered them to do no um The next thing is number 11 is having a team, oh my gosh, if we don't think about a team everyone goes lawyer and then the lawyer might suck in the mediator might suck in a. um, forensic accountant that's building a team right, what about you, this is so important that you get some therapy that even your kids get therapy and that. You can get a coach if you someone like me that's going to guide you through because it's a lot less expensive to talk to someone like me that says what they're doing here is blank and this is what we have to do instead of you going to your lawyer again i spent so much money on my lawyer just like oh my god he did this he did that he did that right if i had a, a professional and i did have a therapist that didn't know anything about narcissistic abuse but had they known they would have been able to guide me. make better choices instead of fight the battles that i didn't fight um the other one is number 12 not leaving wiggle room for negotiation this is important guys you come in there with your best offer what do they do they want more they want more it's always going to be pushed so you know you've got to have these things and people like don't like this whole idea of leverage i don't want to use that against them i'd rather be honest and just give them this wonderful offer and then they'll take it they would be as stupid not to yeah but if you come in with that offer they're going to lower it and they're going to lower it and or they're going to want more is what i'm saying so you're going to end up paying a lot more um number 13 is know your rights this is the part it kind of ties in with gaslighting um if you think about it um there's actually I have a listing on my website, narcissistabuse support.com. It has the links to parenting guidelines for every state in the United States. Now I know a lot of you are out of the country, but find out what the parenting guidelines are. If they're going to tell you you don't have rights to the kids or you don't get this or you don't get that, well, here's the right. Sorry, you know, it's not gonna trigger you as much because they're lying to you if you actually know your rights. You can be like, mm, sorry, that's a good try, but I know my rights, right? Go look up the parenting guidelines, such an important part. Um oh my gosh, I only have 14. Um the last one is in staying in mediation too long. If you think about that, I've had people in mediation for six months, seven months, thousands and thousands of dollars and if it works that's great but if you are getting no results and nothing is happening then why are you staying in mediation right um during my mediation my ex and his family sat, and they're going no 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 no, no." it was an eight-hour day where they wouldn't budge on one single thing so I shouldn't have stayed they weren't truly going to negotiate and mediate things Get yourself out of there and save some money. You're just like placating them to go, let's all get along. Because if you're seeing that they're not going to get along, get out of mediation and save your money and, you know, go to the next level. Because again, it's it's like a, a rabbit trap. They just go circling and circling and circling. And again, nothing gets accomplished. If you, if you are in that situation that nothing is getting accomplished, time to get out. So I guess it's 14 top tips. Better change that title for the upcoming thing I'm about to do. Um, But learn about this. Learn what could happen. Learn what to do. Get my book, Divorcing Your Narcissist. You can't make this shit up and you will find all the tips all the tricks I have 26 authors and coaches and therapists psychiatrists uh mediators judges uh sorry not judges uh lawyers <laughs> um that have given their top tips so we put this all together and you have lots of the professional information giving you guidance to get through this horrible journey of divorcing a narcissist um I did it I got through it was called the worst divorce in our town's history but life goes on you will move on you will find and rebuild no matter where you land you will be okay but fight this battle with weapons weapons are knowledge I know what could happen and what you're saying is a lie I'm not gonna let that take me down I'm not gonna let it trigger me know what you are in for and that's all I got for you today. This is Tracy Malone. Again, I am a coach of narcissistic abuse victims and helping them through divorce is one of my favorites, but I am here and you can find me at support.com. and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you.